Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. It's good to be back. Hey, uh, it's that time of year now. It is that time of year. It's not tis the season. Those are revert. <laughs> tis the season, That that's for the sponsors. Uh... It's a t- it's the state fair. There's state fairs all over the country, and they, you know, I used to have this office in Iowa, and the people from Iowa say that the Iowa State Fair is the best state fair in the history of fairs. Well, look, is it or isn't it? I don't know. I'm just saying that they have state fairs all over the country, and I think they all think they're they're the best. So for whatever that means, but I tell you right now, as a small town guy growing up, the, like the. When state fair season came, we were fired up because you were going to Tulsa. And for me, you know, as a, as a preteen, then teen, and post-teen, of course, not adult levels of post-teen, but um, look, I, I, went, I went to the Tulsa State Fair with one thing on my mind, one thing. I was going to hold hands with a girl from Tulsa by the end of the night. We were going to fall in love. I was looking for copious amounts of hand-holding. That's what I showed up for. You know, coming from a small town, whenever you met a girl from Tulsa, you know, the city, the big city, 
Um, you know, that was it. This is the holy grail of handholding. When I came from my small town and I conquered Tulsa with the handholding. You know, they had that, the, I, I, a long time ago, I've talked about this on the podcast, but when they had, the, it used to be this thing called the Phantasmagoria. It was the, the spook ride. You call it spooky ride? What do you call it? Scary ride? Whatever. So you, you get on this thing. It's not really, it's a ride. It's not a roller coaster. And it's the spook house, and you go through it, but on a ride. Uh, and it's dark, and uh, you know, there's a lot of neon lights, black lights in there. And so, uh, look, the the amount of hand-holding that took place at the Tulsa State Fair was unbelievable. And I was excited to do it. And after it was over, when I conquered, when I did conquer, and hand-holded with a girl from Tulsa, I knew I had it. And that is what led me to the utmost confidence that I have still to this day. I mean, it, it wasn't instilled just by anybody. It was instilled by the conquering of handholding that took place at the Tulsa State Fair. I mean, I, I even, I, I developed a, you know, pre-getting married, I even developed a girlfriend. I had a, a whole girlfriend. I'm a whole girlfriend. <laughs> I had a girlfriend that I met at the Tulsa State Fair. I conquered, I conquered the fair. What's taking place now? And, uh, you know, it's an exciting time. Uh, I should probably take my kids. But to be honest, I think the fair is different these days. Maybe they're not. But as an adult, you start to think adultish. <laughs> so the fair could have been just as uh, horrible as it uh, as it is now when I was a kid. But you don't know any different because now I think with an adult mind, I'm like, no way. Am I taking my daughters to the fair at nighttime? That's what I say. No way am I going at nighttime on the weekends. I'm just not. There's no way. That would have been the only time I wanted to go as a kid, but as an adult, I don't know. You know, there's, watch this word. Watch this word. There's a lot of riffraff there. Is that? And I don't want to take them to that. I feel like my kids are innocent. You think I'm sending my 12-year-old off to the game of the... <laughs> You think I'm sending her off to the game of hand-holding at the Tulsa State Fair? No. You want to know why? Because she's going to be with me. But I do, re I, I, I thank you so much, Mom, for allowing me to go to the fair and roam around with my friends. Uh, the amount of hand-holding that took place, it never would have happened had you not let me roam. But I'm just telling you, at the Tulsa State Fair, oh, my kids aren't roaming. There's no way. Like, they're not doing it at all. And even if my mom listens right now, she's like, I didn't let you roam. Uh, yeah, you did. Like, I, I mean, I, I wasn't sheltered as a kid right now. Uh, if, if I didn't say, uh, I, I sold the house. I could have just said it in the first minute. I don't remember. I sold the house, my house, you know, we were closing. If you listen to this thing all the time, we closed today. Here I am. Yeah. Stay with mom and dad a couple of months about to buy some rent houses. Side note from that. Here I am. So I am in a, an, in my makeshift studio. And my view is uh, a fishing pole rack, some deer heads, a shrine to my brother, which, by the way, he's alive, but there's a shrine to him with a senior picture staring at me with a pinstripe suit. I'm not sure where he got that. And uh, that's where I'm at, just hanging out in the garage. It's, it's weird, man. I'm cool with it. Transition is what I call it. It's called, it's called a transition. Uh, so, but, so I'm living with it. Anyway, point is, is uh, I'm not taking my kids. My Oh, yeah, here I go. So I'm, I'm on this neighborhood street in a small school district community. My mom won't even let 
my daughter ride the bike outside in the street and I go to Tulsa State Fair. You know how many people at the Tulsa State Fair probably had bad intentions for kids? There's perverts everywhere. You don't know, right? But but I'm just roaming around. I'm just telling you right now, if I go to the Tulsa State Fair, my kids aren't leaving my sight. Listen, you, you the, the kids, preteens, teens, little post-teen, you're not hand-holding my daughter on the Phantasmagoria. I don't even know if that, I don't know if that's right anymore, but it was when I was a kid. So that's it. Tulsa State Fair, it's in town. I'm probably going to go. I mean, there's food there. Is the food great? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't like a lot of fried food, and uh, that sounds good when you look at, like, fried Twinkie hot dogs or whatever, but uh, but then, like, after you eat it, you're like, why did I eat that? I, I lost five years of my life because I ate a fried Twinkie hot dog. If that's a thing. I'm just saying that's the kind of stuff fair food people eat. And uh, But I'm excited to go. My friends went. Does it get rough? Yeah, I mean, literally, there's fights all day long at the fair. Do you see them all day long? No. Do they happen all day long in certain spots? You just may not be there? Yeah, of course they do. People get drunk. Just a lot of wild idiots. That's why we're not showing up. I'm not doing it. I like the fair. It's entertaining. Is the fair skanky? Probably. So, anyway, but I'm excited to go. I'm going to take them. So, this past week, we were moving, as I said. And it was close time. We were going to close in like four days. Well, a long time ago, I was supposed to go on a on a motorcycle trip. Um, this time, like by the way, this took place like three days ago. Uh, three weeks ago, I knew I was supposed to go on this trip, and and I was going to ride a motorcycle. But in that time, I hurt my back, which I've discussed on the show. I'm not. I don't have to go in depth with that. So, but what it did set in stone was like, oh, there's no way I'm riding a motorcycle. So I just like ruled out the trip. Like, I, and I forgot about it. I'm like, nah, I'm not going. Then my friend called and he reminded me. He's like, hey, you ready for this trip? And I'm like, no, well, no, I mean, I can't ride. He's like, you can't ride? I'm like, no. He's like, ah, we'll just take the car. But I'm like, I don't even know if I can do that. I got to have back surgery. I don't know. By the way, I didn't. I didn't have back surgery, but. At the time, I'm like, yeah, there's no way that I can't do it. So I'm going to fast forward. It doesn't matter. You've heard the stories. I ended up going. Um, you know, his wife wanted to go to the concert. Couldn't get off here. So we're rolling. We're going to Denver. I'm going to go to Red Rocks Amphitheater. If you haven't been there, it's the greatest place to watch a concert in the entire world. Hands down, no question, best place to watch a concert did I say the world or the United States? The United States, for sure, but in my opinion. I don't know about the world. It's got to be close. The place is awesome. It's built in the rocks and the mountains, and and the air's cool, especially when you come from Oklahoma, because I've lived here for a while. And uh, not my whole life, but pretty much my whole life. And so it's always hot here. You get up in the mountain air. Uh, it smells nice. It's, 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 just a, it's a great place. But we're going to watch Tyler Childress. Now, for those of you that don't know, I'm not a country guy. I'm not a country fan. I don't really like it at all. And, you know, look, you be like, you don't like Garth Brooks? Yes, I like Garth Brooks. You don't like Alan Jackson? Yes, I like Alan Jackson. I'm saying I don't listen to country stations. I don't listen to Pandora Radio that's country. I don't listen to Apple, iTunes. I have the things I just, not Garth Brooks. He doesn't subscribe to that, but, you know. I have some country, but of, of the 7,000 songs that I have on my phone, 
um, 100 of them are country. Just to give you a reference. So we're going to go watch Tyler Childers, and, and my friend's fired up for it. He loves him, uh, and he's a great songwriter. He is. Uh, so I'm going to show up the night before. We're going to leave on Thursday morning, and we're going to leave early, and we're going to go. So I get there Wednesday. He makes me. Uh, by the way, he's, he, he's, he's not a chef. That's the wrong word. He likes to cook. That's what he does. But once again, not a chef. Is he an artesian? Is that a word? Did I just make that? I, well, no, I didn't make the word up. Whatever. I don't know what it means. The, 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 he can cook, and it's awesome. And he invented a new recipe of pizzas. He calls them pies. A, a new recipe for me. He knows I love Hatch Chili's. We've traveled on motorcycles all over the country numerous times. He knows I love Hatch Chili's. And he made a Hatch Chili pizza. I have been all over the country, by the way, uh, not New York, because when I say that, because <laughs> you're like, well, that's the best pizza. Yeah, look, I get it. I get it. But I have been to numerous New York pizza places from New Yorkers who have them. I've had New York pizza. I've had legitimate New York pizza. They're just transplants from New York to Oklahoma. So have I been to the greatest pizza place in the country? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I've had New York pizza, and I've had really good stuff. The point is, the Hatch Chili Pizza he made, by far, by far, by far, not even close, was the greatest pizza I've ever eaten ever in my life, ever. And outside of, like, one piece and maybe two possibly in in – I, I ate the whole pizza. It was the, oh, man, so awesome. But that was the night before. All right, so we're going to Denver. We're going to go watch uh, Tyler Childers. So, like, we wake up early. I think I slept, like, two hours. He said 45 minutes for him. I got, like, two and a half hours. We're rolling. It's early. Four in the morning, I think it was. Four or five, whatever it was. So, like, we're rolling, man. But that, That's it. And uh, for, like, 200 miles we talk. For 200 miles we speak about life. You know, not about hand-holding at the Tulsa State Fair, but uh, we just talk about life. And then he starts playing Tyler Childers, which is okay. He told me before we go to the concert, and I would also advise it if you don't listen to a guy, if you're going to go watch to con- watch a concert, you should probably listen to him before you get there, right? So you know, if, especially if you're not a country guy. So you know the songs when they play. And by the way, I had a favorite uh, song that he played, that he plays that he didn't even play at the concert. That one hurt my feelings. So I'm like, listen before I go. So I've can, I can familiarize myself. So we're like mile. We're 500 miles away. He starts playing Tyler Childers. Once again, I'm not a country guy. Is the guy poetic? Yeah. Is he a great songwriter? Yeah. The people love him. Yes. All yeses. Check all the boxes. He is. And if you like that style of music, you may say, oh, he's one of the greatest ever. You know, but if you if you if that's not your style, maybe you don't you're not so quick to say it. Because it's not your style. For five hundred miles to listen to Tyler Tyler Childers. It's important to note, if I didn't already say it, on Wednesday, it was it felt like from memory, I thought it was like ninety one. This is in the nineties. That's what I think. Thursday morning, we get up, we're driving. Um, we're Getting half, we're in Hayes Camp. I'm gonna, I'm gonna halt the story here. I'm gonna halt the story here. We're on our way there. Now, for those of you that know me, I do not like to talk crude. Just the thought of 
talking about bodily functions, I it's it's just not my style. Like I don't laugh at it. I don't like overly laugh at it. I don't think it's funny. Like I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't even like to say the word, but I'm going to. I don't think fart humor is funny. Like I just don't. I I it's the it's, it's just not a thing. It's just not. Look, does everybody do it? Yeah, probably. But does everybody walk down the aisle at Walmart at every other step and do it? No. No, that's not normal. I know people do. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, here I am laughing about it. It's not funny to me. Like, you know, anyway. So we pull over Hayes, Kansas. Now, I got to use a restroom. And I don't like to talk crude, but I'm just being real. Um, I ate, by the way, that hatch chili pizza. It was great. It was super spicy. So I, I, it was, so I eat the whole pizza, which I told you those hatch chilies were hot. I'm not going to go in depth. I'm just, I'm just giving you the buildup. And then he made these two special sourdough garlic jalapeno, whatever else it was, baguettes. The best bread I've ever eaten. Cause I look, I like spicy stuff. I do. But what I didn't know is like I didn't, you know, man, it just it it wasn't good. It wasn't good for my internal system. And uh we're at we're at Hayes, Kansas. We're into this journey now. And uh I was like, hey, I gotta use the restroom. So we walk in. And and uh, and I walk in before him and I and I go into the stall. Now listen. Uh, girls, you sit down every time you get to use the restroom. So I'm not trying to be crude, but like I know this is a thing that you do, but this is weird for me to talk about. And uh, like, so I go and I'm, I'm sitting on the throne, lack of a better term. That's what I'm doing. And and everybody knows, especially girls, because you always sit down. You are familiar with stalls. Some stalls are built better than others. Some stalls have a bigger gap than they should have. Like, so you can see people walk in and they can, See you. Now, if you got that one eye looking through that crack, you know what I mean? Like, you feel like they probably see you. It's weird. Like, it's awkward, right? So, I'm in the stall. My friend walks in. He has to pee his pants. And when he walks in and he pushes the door open, the door does not shut back behind him. It doesn't. Now, here's here's where it becomes weird. I can see the door's not closed, but I don't see anybody, really, in the store. And he's peeing himself. And I'm like, Luke, Luke, the door, shut the door. Like, shut the, the door's open. Shut the door. He finishes up. I'm like, shut the door. It's open. Before he could do that, by the way. I said it like two or three times. Before he could do it, there's a late. Remember, I'm in the bathroom. But if you all know, there's those bathrooms. When you open the door, you can see the entire bathroom just the way it's built. Some stores have walls, that, that wall, the partition or whatever that you walk behind, you can't see it all. And then some, if you open the door, you can literally see everybody in the bathroom. Well, this was a horribly built stall. It's like a two-inch gap between the door and the frame. I see a lady in the store. She's in the store. We make eye contact through the gap in the stall. She can see me. She can see all of me. I can see all of her. She's in the candy aisle in the store, and we're making eye contact. I'm staring at her, staring at me. I'm like, Luke, shut the door. I'm looking at this. Shut the door. We're looking at each other. She sees me. Like, it's wild. It's weird. 
I already don't like to talk about that stuff. I already don't like to go to public restrooms because they're disgusting. I mean, go to a Love's... Tr- now, here we go. I didn't want to talk about it. Go to a Love's truck stop. Go to any truck stop, especially as a male. I can't. I don't know about females. You walk in a Love's truck stop, any, any truck stop, any of them, and walk into the restroom, it's the most disgusting smelling bathrooms every single time. It's the grossest bathrooms ever that's why you know why bucky's is so successful i'm gonna get back to this lady staring me in the eye that was odd but you know why bucky's is so successful bucky's convenience store in texas if you haven't been you should check it out the reason they're so successful truly is because their restrooms are the cleanest restrooms ever they have attendants in there and they clean it non-stop throughout the day but do you also know the biggest reason why they're so clean and why so many people go is because bucky's does not allow truckers. No, I say truckers because then if I say that, then that seems like I'm being rude to truckers. I'm not being rude to truckers, but I am going to comment about truck stop bathrooms because they know what truck stop bathrooms smell like, and they smell disgusting. Like it's not good. It's 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 gross, super gross. That's it. That's why they're successful. Now back to the lady staring me in the eye. I'm like shut the door. And he, and he doesn't know, like, he doesn't know that, 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 that we're staring at each other. And it kind of it kind of brought back memories. It did. It, did. it kind of brought back memories. I remember I was traveling with this guy. I used to work with him. Uh, and, his, <laughs> and, and, like, I would randomly travel with him, and I did this to him once or twice, maybe once. I've done this to numerous people over the years, but, but I didn't. <laughs> so. But I never like really know this guy. I just knew that we weren't cool like that. So I was like, just gonna check it out. I was gonna try it out, you know. And so uh, we're in whatever bathroom. We were in Chicago. That's where we're at. And uh, he's in the he's in the, he has to go in a stall in the bathroom. And I we walked in at the same time. He walked in the stall. So I decided I'd ask him some questions. So I walked into the stall next to him, and then I stood on top of the toilet and I put my forearms on top of his wall on top of his partition, and I, and I looked as I gazed upon him from up high, and I said, um, hey, Bobby, I got a couple questions, you know, about what we're doing. And he looks up. He makes eye contact with me. He looks up. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, listen, I'm cool with it. I'm, like, I'm fine. Hey, I got a couple questions. Like, hey, when we get there, he's like, get out of here. S- stop. Get out of here now. I'm like, no, listen, man, I'm cool with it. You don't going to be weird about it. Like, I'm I'm cool. I, I don't care what you're doing. I just had a couple questions. Uh, we could talk as adults. He's like, stop it. Get out. You know, it was weird. I just had some questions for him. He didn't have to be all weird about it. Like, we could have had a conversation. It was weird. Now, having said that, that weirdness that, that he portrayed, that's kind of how I felt when this lady stared me in my eye in Hayes, Kansas. Now I'm going to fast forward. Now, I don't know where I was at in that conversation. We were going to a Tyler Childers concert. 200 miles, If I, I may be summarizing, I don't remember. 200 miles, we talked to his friends. And then 500 miles, we listened to Tyler Childers. I'm not saying there wasn't an occasional conversation, but Tyler Childers played in the background the whole time. Uh, and, and, and remember, I don't listen to that kind of music. So, yeah, I heard it. It's fine. It was a build-up to the concert. So we show up. I get to the concert. It was freezing. Uh, it was 53 outside at Hayes, Kansas, <laughs> at the making of that story. I knew it was going to be cold when I got there. It was like 53 when we got to Denver. That that didn't change, actually, in that amount of time. But it was 53. Now, we're going to Red Rocks, which is up in the mountains. 
And and it's going to be cooler up there. And it's 53 at 2 p.m. I think we got there at 2 p.m. Uh, oh, it's going to be in the 40s, 100%. Now, the only reason that I brought one long sleeve shirt is because I'm like, well, we're going to Denver. You don't know. Uh, the original forecast said it was going to be in the 60s. I've been to Red Rocks in the 60s, and then you get around a bunch of people, especially if the concert sold out, and it kind of heats up around in your area. So, I like, I knew that. Oh, there's no way. I, this this thing, when I got out at Denver, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that long sleeve shirt. We're going to get up there. It's going to be the 40s. I'm going to be freezing. So, like, luckily, they had an REI. If you don't know what it is, the REI is like this uh, this outdoor. It's like a high-end outdoor place. Uh, it doesn't matter. They sell cool coats. They sell warm things, like legitimately warm things, uh, down feathers and all of it. I'm like, Luke, I got to go to REI. There's no way with what I have. I had some pants, and I had this one long this one long sleeve shirt. I had just regular pants. This was freezing. There's no way I'm going to go watch this thing. So, we get there. I go to REI. And here's how you know. Here's how you know for people that know me. Um, now, I don't, like, try to fancy it up, but, I, but I'm, I'm not, like, a slob guy. And just, oh, let me have everybody's back. Just because you wear sweatpants, that's where I'm going with this. Just because you wear sweatpants doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. If you like sweatpants, wear them. If they're comfortable, great. I don't wear sweatpants in public. If I work out, maybe I'll wear them in public. But if you don't listen to these shows often, turns out daddy doesn't work out. I'm a little chubby. Point is, I'm not wearing sweatpants in public. It was so cold, and I got only regular pants. I'm like, oh, I got to get these sweatpants. These sweatpants were warm, and they were comfortable. And I bought this like this. I was sweated out is what I was. I was sweated out because what I was doing. So uh, I went to Red Rocks, a concert, 700 miles from Oklahoma, and I straight up wore sweatpants to the concert, and uh, and I was still cold. Now imagine if I wore the regular stuff. Now, once again, do I listen to that style of music as I told you? No, I don't. Not on a daily basis. Hardly ever. Tyler, Ch I listen to him 500 miles. Is he a storyteller? Is he a great songwriter? Does he... Yeah, you can't deny that. There's literally no denying that. He's very talented, and people love him. I, the place was sold out. It was unbelievable. But for a guy who didn't listen to those songs forever, and and don't and you don't know him, I bet he played 40 songs. Now, when somebody plays you 38, remember, I said 38 for a reason, because he didn't play the one song that I knew, and then he finished it off with his finale with two that I recall being played more than once in that 500-mile journey. So I did recognize those. But the other 38 songs out of 40, I had no idea what they were. But none. I had no idea. So if you watch somebody play 40 songs, am I exaggerating? I don't know. I'm not far off. If you watch somebody play 40 songs that you don't know and you slept two hours the night before and you rode 700 miles and you're freezing, did the, co was, did the concert suck? No, but all that other stuff I just told you, I was tired. Could If my friend looked me in the eye and he just gave me a half nod and said, hey, you ready? I would have been like, yep, let's go. I'd have rolled out just right then. So we made the concert. It was over, whatever. We got back to the hotel at 1230. What you didn't know is this next day we're going to watch Dude Perfect. Uh, that only happened because originally we were going to ride motorcycles, as I told you, and I was going to cruise on from Oklahoma City to Tulsa 
He was going to meet his family. They were going to go watch Dude Perfect. But remember, I got back problems. Motorcycle trips out. So, there's no way we can drive all the way from Denver to Tulsa and him back to Oklahoma City and make it in time. So, what did he do? He decided to buy me a ticket. So, he left early. He rode all that way for 700 miles. Six. Yeah. 700 miles minus three songs that I played. Because I'm like, oh, I like the Revivalist, and I watched them at Red Rocks Amphitheater, which is where we watched them. Uh, minus that, oh, 700 miles. We, we listened to Tyler Childers. Now, uh, is the guy talented? Yes. Am I dogging him? No. Do I want for 1,200 miles and 40 songs live? I've had enough of Tyler Childers. I don't care if he's great or not. I've, I've, I'm Tyler Childers out, but I, I can't deal with it. I, just, I can't. No, I'm not mad at him. Glad I went. It was a great concert. That's uh, that's too that's too much. Mix something else in. That's too much. It's too much at one go. Can't do it. Uh, anyway, so so we're at Dude Perfect. So we meet. Um, <laughs> he bought the tickets like a month in advance, and he bought eight of them. And it's not like him and his wife have six kids. We, he went with his sister, and they had already bought these tickets. They were all together as they should be. I'm like the fifth wheel in this case, or the ninth wheel, and uh, so. Because they realize, oh, his wife couldn't get off to go to the concert. I had already said I was going to go, so I had to commit. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. So fast forward, he's like, well, okay, Lloyd's going to go to uh, Dude Perfect with us. And so he's like, Lloyd doesn't care. Go ahead and get him a seat up top. He didn't care. And he's right. I actually didn't care. I didn't know I was going to the thing. They could have bought me the top row seat. I wouldn't have cared at all. Uh, The thing was actually entertaining. They didn't do any special uh, record-breaking trick shots it's really just a people know them they're in an auditorium they compete against each other i'm summarizing anyway so uh because i was going uh they looked up tickets she forgot to buy them i guess and the next day they're like hey you know let's get them closer to us in our section so they bought one random ticket in their section (laughs) so so with that ticket that they purchased uh we checked in at the, you know, we walked through security. Um, they went to their seats. I was in a different, I had to go to one road, um, one door down, one section down. I was in the same section, but I was further to the right and to the left, whatever. It doesn't matter. We, we were not together. So they sat down and I walked down to my seat and, and I look back. I literally, in my opinion, I literally have one of the top four best seats in the entire arena and him and his family are behind me, all of them together. <laughs> and who were they at? I know that burnt my friend up. I know he's like, are you serious? He literally has better seats. We bought this a month in advance. He rolls in yesterday. We buy him a ticket. I literally, I, I bet I had the best seat in the place. And like at intermission, I walked over I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? And they're like, oh, nothing. Like, oh, you got to watch the kids move here. Nobody's sitting in front of us. The row in front of them. Nobody was sitting by them. Like, yeah, move. Uh, their seats were good, too, though, by the way. And they're like, nobody's sitting by us. Just hang out with us and see the kids' reactions. It's so fun. And I kind of felt rude, honestly. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I got uh, I got the, the top four best seats in the, <laughs> in the place. I didn't want to get up, and I didn't. Uh, it was great. So I appreciate that more than you know. And, oh, oh, by the way, all that. You know, I was like, okay, what do I owe? Because every time we go on trips, we split it every time. You know, I was on the house. 
Thanks, family. I appreciate that. What do they call it? A moving gift? I think they called it a moving gift. I appreciate you uh, buying me the greatest ticket in the in the place in uh, Tyler Childers concert. By the way, uh, do I want to hear him uh, for about the next month? No, not at all. But it, it was a great trip, and uh, that's it. Hey, listen, everybody, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, and uh, he's the best ever. Did I even? T- I didn't even. I don't even know if I talked about moving. I already forgot. I don't even think I talked about yard sales or any of that. We'll talk about it later. Love everybody. Uh, have a good week. <laughs>